appreciate it. Well, hello, Adventure. We are so grateful to be here. You, I must have done something right. You had me back, so I'm grateful for that. Um, this season, I really, really enjoy. Um, uh, I'm also grateful for Pastor um, Scott uh, and the invitation, but we want to, this season, it, it, it evokes such a, uh, a great round of emotions. Uh, there is certainly the joy of family and friends. There is the joy of just knowing that you, you woke up this morning and uh, you have some food coming sometime during the day. And if it's a holiday like we just experienced, you are excited about it. But uh, have you ever uh, done something or experienced uh, something, giving something to someone and uh, they really didn't show any gratitude or uh, you do it out of love, you do it out of uh, a joy of just giving, but uh, sometimes we can take things for granted. And so I, what I find is that we, we sometimes sort of shift a little bit on our emotions back and forth, but uh, Thanksgiving is all about being thankful for what uh, the Lord has done, thankful for what you have, thankful that uh, it could be different, but because of the grace and mercy of God, uh, he has granted us another opportunity to be thankful. And for Christians, Thanksgiving is every day, just not on, uh, in November. And so uh, uh, one of the traditions that we have every year as a family, the PV family, what we do is we meet. And of course, you've got to find out who's going to bring the food and who's going to bring what, because certain people have special uh, dishes that they make, am I right? And you want that dish to be brought by that family member. So you coordinate and you, you certainly make sure that they're going to bring that because you know they do a great job of it. And so um, who's going to bring the, the, the greens and the dressing and who's going to bring the turkey? Uh, uh, you know, because those things have to be done to perfection. And so uh, we sooner or later we get down there. And some point during our um, celebration, one of my, uh, one of my family members, either John, my brother, or my nephew, Brandon, he'll put on the, the, the 90s music or the, you know, put on some gospel or some, some nice soul music, and we will do the soul train line, and we'll have a great time. I mean, from youngest to oldest, just in there having a great time, uh, just, just enjoying one another. And that feeling of just being there, present in the moment, definitely raises the level of gratitude because you look around, you see the older people, you see the younger people, and the generational blessings that God has allowed for us to experience. So uh, this season uh, sort of brings that, heightens that awareness of what we should all be thankful for. Um, I find it just a blessing to be able to look back. When I think back of, of how God has moved so tremendously, how he has brought us from, from one place to another, one level to another, that should evoke a feeling of gratitude. Well, today we're going to talk about gratitude, and actually it's going to be the practical practice of gratitude. Uh, uh, let's read in Philippians chapter 1 verse 3. It says, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always 
pray joy because of your partnership of the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way, Paul says, about all of you, since I have you where? In my heart. And whether I'm in chains or defending or confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can satisfy or testify, rather, how I long for all of you with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge, in depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with all the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Saints, here is the, the powerful, heartfelt feeling of Paul. Paul is writing to the church at Philippi. He's writing to his friends. And I love it because he is, he is pouring himself out. He is transparent. Um, uh, this scripture really resonated with me because he's sharing his heart. Uh, he, his desire to want to see the people around him succeed, to be uh, 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 instant, to be filled with joy. He's, he's grateful because of his experience with them, and it all hinges on his relationship with the Lord because that's what having a relationship with the Lord does. It, it moves you towards uh, love, and because you love, you love people, and you're grateful. You have a gratitude for being around them. So we're going to dive right in here uh, and express just a little bit about what, I, what we can draw from these scriptures. So let's think about it. What does being grateful or having a, an attitude, how do we practice gratitude in our everyday lives? Um, so he says in verse number 5, uh, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, he says, grateful people work together. You work together because you understand that getting things done, you're able to work with people. You can discuss, you can deal with them, you can uh, have harmony in what you're trying to do, working towards a specific goal. So when you're grateful, you're willing to work with people. We're not on our own island trying to do only for us. But that love pushes out, and we want to work together with people. And what happens is when you have this attitude of gratitude, as we say, what occurs is you, you build uh, durability. It builds, it builds durability, it builds unity, and it builds loyalty. All right, I want to work with people. And so when, you, when, you're, when you're grateful, you're willing to come together to accomplish a shared goal. Uh, I worked for many years at Maryland Naval Shipyard as a young man uh, in my early teens, and I saw how they came together to accomplish a task. And that modeling as a teen, uh, it had an impact on my life even up until now. 
that's when total quality management was was all the rave and and being part of that team developed me in such a way that uh, I learned the practice of it and the power of having more than just one opinion, what that does. So it builds gratitude. It builds unity and loyalty. Gratitude is like a glue that keeps you moving forward. It keeps things together. Amen. It pushes you towards a common goal. And as a result, you reap the benefits of building durability, loyalty, uh, and unity. So how do we practice this? Here's an application. Ask yourself, what kind of teammate am I? Because we are the ones that, that, that are in control of that. All right? And so we have to uh, find ourselves in a situation to where uh, I'm not grumbling. I don't want to be that grumbling teammate. An idea comes up and somebody knocks it down without actually really listening to it first or makes the other pure person feel bad. So what we want to do is create an atmosphere of gratitude so that everyone feels a part of the team and now you can move forward. So here's the challenge I have for you. Get out of yourself. When you look outwardly and you move forward, what occurs is uh, you see the good in others, not just yourself, because we all look good, right, in our own mirrors. <laughs> but you can look outwardly and see other people, the value that they have. They are God's people. Uh, we are all flawed in some way, but because of our relationship with the Lord and our intentional practice of being grateful for the people around us and what God has done in our lives, we will get outside of ourselves and embrace and, and serve others. Amen? Number two, grateful people build intentional relationships. This is so important. Uh, intentionality is key because it's a choice. All right? Let's read. Uh, in verse number seven, says, It is right for me to feel this way about all of you. Since I have you in my heart, whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share God's grace with me. You see, he's writing this. Here's Paul <laughs> in prison, writing letters for just doing his calling, walking in his purpose. And yet he finds time because of who he is. His gratitude towards them just oozes out. And you, you can read this person, his personal um, journey and his relational aspects uh, and his love for them in these scriptures. And so it, it's about being intentionality. So Paul, he was intentional about telling these, these people this information, about building their relationship. He says, uh, since I have you in my heart, and whether I'm in change or defending the, or in confirming the gospel, so whether I'm free, I haven't been arrested, or whether I'm in prison, I still have you in my heart, each and every one of you. So he's reminding, he's probably contemplating the great times they've had together and their love for him and his love for them. That's real authentic gratitude, and it was intentional. He recognized it, they recognized it, and they reaped the benefits of it. So it's a beautiful a testament, all right? Doing so, what you have is certain levels of relationship. There are some people that you have acquaintances with and some people you have an even deeper relationship with. 
and that's okay. So let's look at the three levels. One is just a simple work group where you simply uh, are, are, you're in it, you're working towards similar goals, but uh, out of personal ambition. All right, I want to do this, but uh, I have my part to do. That's what I'm going to focus on. But let's go deeper. And uh, another level is competitive team. It's not about me trying to be better or you trying to be better than, than the other person. It's us working together. And now we're trying to raise our level of excellence in such a way that now our relationship gets deeper. It gets wider. It's strengthened because of the gratitude that we have by working with each other. And then, of course, the, the, the highest level is the God-honoring family level of relationship. Well, that's my brother. That is my sister. And out of my relationship with Christ, I'm going to love them and treat them with respect. How, how do I talk with my, my team? And we may think about this just at work, but it's also applicable in church. It's applicable in marriages. A married couple, person in a relationship, they are a team. All right? And so you're intentional about building that team improving communication skills, how to listen, how to move beyond yourself and say, listen, there's someone else at the table and their opinion also matters. So when you honor each other in that way, your, your relationship deepens because you're looking within yourself and, and you're saying, how can I best serve with this person? Uh, how can I give of myself? And, and, and we reach the common goal together. Think of, you're thinking ahead of time. Where do we want to be in five years from now as a family? Where do we want to be 10 years, two years from now as a church? So these levels of relationships build that common ground so that you can move faster forward uh, into your common goal. So here's the application. How rewarding are your relationships? Uh, I know that coming together is awesome. I miss... <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, having, you know, the real, really in-person uh, interactions that we normally would have. But uh, I'm grateful for what we do have. I'm grateful for where we are right now, what we can do. And I cherish those moments. And you think back of how things were, but now you can embrace what is now. And am I doing? Am I intentional about um, building rich relationships. It helps you to build rewards. Um, think about it. How beautiful would it be if you, if you focus your attention on building a relationship just with one person? Here's the challenge I have. Just focus on investing in one relationship. It doesn't have to be many, but once you build that one, you can go to another one. All right? I challenge you to build a relationship on a deeper level. Could it be with your own child? Could it be with your spouse, your coworker, your boss? You might not be able to stand them now, but let's see if, you can <laughs> if we can move forward, one more step forward, all right? And so it allows us to move in such a way where now we are intentional about building a relationship, building intimacy, building uh, camaraderie. And what happens is you're not focused on faults, but you're focused on building them up. I mean, I know being a father of three, when I go to my, my daughter and, and uh, I talk to her, I do my best to try to build her up. I talk to my sons, 
uh, and I try to build them up. If the only time they hear me talk to them is about when they're doing something wrong, then they're not going to want to see me coming. <laughs> Parents, you can attest to this, all right? But when you actually uh, build them up, there may be some things that, me, that may need to be adjusted. But when you focus only on the negative, it pulls on the relationship. But when you pour into it positively, now you're filling their tank up, all right? And that's a powerful, powerful thing if you do it with intentionality. So the challenge is to choose to invest in a relationship. Grateful people grow in love. The scripture tells us that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight so that you may be able to discern. See, there's a reason for it. Paul says he wants your love to grow, and here's why. So that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Because when he returns, we don't want to be stuck with, with a nasty attitude, hatred in our heart. But no, we want to love each other. We want to build upon that. I love it. So grow in love. I mean, if, if you, you might not like me, but you got to love me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's, that's what love is because you can't say we love God and hate our neighbors. But out of a spiritual practice of gratitude and love, uh, you, will, you will find yourself uh, being an instrument uh, of love for people. Even in when they're, when they're being unlovable. And I've been unlovable at times. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've experienced being unloved, and I'm sure you have as well. But there's something about having a relationship with God. It gets you through those moments. It gets you through. So as a grateful person, I grow in my love. Amen? You, you love in your relationship with your, with your children, with your, with your coworkers, your church, family members. And it, it's, it's awesome because it's abounding. It's overflowing, that agape love which is unconditional. And this is why having Christ in your life makes you that person to practice gratitude because we can't really do it, have real agape love without the, the God oozing out of us. Like that sponge, when you're squeezed with the pressures of life, what's in that sponge is going to come out. And so uh, uh, having intentionality in that practice of love, that's what's going to come out. It may hurt sometimes. You might feel as though the world is closing in all around you. But guess what? You think about something that God has done for you. That thing, that cloud will begin to lift because now your mind has shifted and now you're moving towards something greater. All right? So here's the application. How clear is your direction? Getting into the Word of God builds you. Getting into the Word of God helps you to see where you need to go. Amen? And you're grateful because he put it all in his word on how we ought to walk, how we ought to live in our, in our relationships, how to be a, a father, a daughter, a wife, a son, how to be a good worker. All that's in there. And I'm, I'm grateful that our Lord wrote, wrote this word it, and it moved and it moves in our hearts because we are applying it. That is gratitude. You have instructions and direction. All we have to do is be obedient and follow it. Amen? And so 
So we decide. Here's the challenge. Decide today to grow in love. When you grow in love, you find yourself doing some things, <laughs> giving some things, and having, uh, having and to sacrifice, which is awesome because uh, you're, you're doing it out of a service, service to God, and by default you help others. A strange thing happened, a beautiful thing actually happened on our way. Uh, we were going to go to Vallejo over the weekend, and what occurred was uh, my son had to go to work. And so he had, unbeknownst to him, he had dropped his wallet on the way to work. My wife receives a knock at the door, and uh, this couple came up and says, we found this wallet. It was right in, the, in front of our door. He had just gotten paid. Uh, my wife opened it up. It had <laughs> close to $300 in it. His, his IDs was in there. And we were all so shocked. She was so shocked, she didn't get their information. <laughs> <laughs> but so we texted my son so he wouldn't freak out when he found out that he wouldn't ha he didn't have his wallet but we were so grateful and I guarantee you that my son was grateful <laughs> that he had all of his money in his wallet so that attitude of gratitude springs because someone had an opportunity to do something right or to do something wrong they chose to do the right thing that that, that permeated a sense of gratitude in us. If you do not know the Lord and the pardoning of your sins, we want to invite you to do so today. Today can be your day to experience gratitude on a whole new level by receiving Christ into your life. The scripture tells us that if you believe with your heart, you confess with your mouth that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. I'm going to pray with you. Father, we ask you to touch the hearer on today. Receive. Hallelujah. You know what they're going through. You know what we're all going through. But God, we are grateful for what you've done and what you are doing. And say, I'm a sinner. God, come into my life. I believe that you raised Christ from the dead. I accept you into my heart. I repent of my sins. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Lord God, we thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor for it. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to click that you raised your hand and allow God to continue to strengthen you. Here at Adventure, it's a great place to grow and to learn and to build in your relationship with Christ. God bless you in Jesus' name.